You're listening to Rama for Today. Well, I've got enough sense, bless God, to know if it don't work, leave it alone. Now, I left the last church that I pastored in 1949, February, this very month, February of 1949. Went out on the field holding meetings, church to church, over a 13-year period. I asked every single pastor, every single pastor, over a 13-year period, do you believe in fleeces? I ran a number of polls. This is one of them. Now, the majority of them said they did. They did believe in putting out fleeces. Well, I said, do you ever put out any? Yeah. Did they work? Well, about four times out of ten. The best some of them said was 60. Most of them was 50 and below. Well, you think God's leading some, by us through something that only works 50% of the time? Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Spirit-Filled Life, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now the Word and the Spirit agree, because the Word has been given us by the Spirit. Amen. Let's go back and see some things that Jesus said about the Spirit. John, the 16th chapter, the 13th and 14th verses. Howbeit, when the Spirit of truth is come, and he always already told us back in the 14th chapter, that Spirit of truth is the comforter, the helper. When he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but he does speak. Now note it. He, he, that is the spirit of truth, the comforter, the paraclete, the Holy Ghost. He, shall guide, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. In other words, whatever he hears Jesus say, or whatever he hears the Father say, that will he speak, and he will show you things to come. Verse 14, he shall glorify me, for he shall receive a mine and shall show it unto you. Now, Jesus said that to his disciples, but it also belongs to us. The Holy Ghost belongs to us. John 14, 26, 14th chapter, 26th verse, concerning the spirit of truth, Notice what he said. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. He will, as we read previously there, he will show you things to come. He bears witness with your spirit and then he leads you. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, it is not for us to tell the Lord how to lead us. It's up to us to find out what the Word says and believe it and do it. Now, we notice in the Acts of the Apostles and elsewhere in the Bible that at times some received guidance through a vision or a, a, an, an angel appeared to them. But such didn't, didn't happen just every day. 
in some of these people's lives that don't happen time or two in the entire lifetime because that isn't the ordinary way. But it is one way, and sometimes it does work. But the first way, primary way, is that inward witness. Too many times God is trying to bear witness with our spirits, trying to guide us, and we don't listen because we don't know and don't understand. We want something else. We want something spectacular. You know, like a vision or an angelic visitation. But God didn't promise that. But he does promise us the inward witness. Amen. The Lord said something to me one time that was very striking. He said, many of my people are seeking the spectacular and missing the supernatural. Seeking the spectacular and missing the supernatural. That inward witness is supernatural. Amen. Then for guidance, some people put out what they call a fleece. Now, I didn't hear anything about putting out fleeces among Baptists. Maybe they did. But when I got baptized in the Holy Ghost in 1937, received the left foot of fellowship among the Baptists, came over among the Pentecostal, it was a common thing for you to hear people talking about fleeces. Well, the New Testament doesn't say, for as many as are led by fleeces, they are the sons of God. Amen. Now, of course, in the Old Testament, like I said, because Gideon did not have the Holy Ghost. He don't know who's dealing with him. And so we're not living in the same day that he lived, not living under the same covenant. Amen. We're living under the new covenant established on better promises. Well, I'd been over in Pentecostal circles for a while. And I was a pastor in the Pentecostal church. And a, another church opened up further east, northeast Texas. And they wanted me to consider, asked, uh, contacted me to see if I would consider changing churches and becoming their pastor. So I went down and preached on a Sunday. My church knew what I was doing. I told them about it. And I'm driving back. See, of course, no freeways or nothing. 1941, spring of 41, before the war started in 40, in the fall, you know. And so uh, I decided I'd try that fleece business. I drove back, you know, because it's cooler after nighttime. Then you go through all the ever, ever road, you know, no freeway went through every town, so it's easy at night, no traffic much. About a hundred and some odd miles. And so I'm driving, and I said, Lord, I'm, I'm going to put out fleece. I hear about these others putting out fleeces. I said, now, see, there's a congregational vote, they vote you in. I said, if they vote me in as pastor 100%, it's hard to get 100%, you don't want anyone to think. But they vote me in, that's my fleece, then I'm going to accept it, the pastor. Well, they voted me in 100% and missed God 100%. And I miss God 100%. Amen. I, I, I'd, I'd get during the week study, you know, and, and just get all fired up. Man, I'm ready to preach. 
minute I stepped inside the door, it's like somebody poured a bucket of cold water on me. My wife has never said much through all these years of the ministry, but she finally said, you know, you've got to where you can make a pretty good talk. I mean, no one on it. I went back several years later to have a revival in that church. They said, man, we didn't know you could preach like that. I said, well, I could, but it's out of the will of God here. Amen. And, and I didn't have the anointing. My fleece didn't work. Well, I got enough sense, bless God, to know if it don't work, leave it alone. Now, I left the last church that I pastored in 1949, February, this very month, February of 1949. Went out on the field holding meetings, church to church, over a 13-year period. I asked every single pastor, every single pastor, over a 13-year period, do you believe in fleeces? I ran a number of polls. This is one of them. Now, the majority of them said they did. They did believe in putting out fleeces. Well, I said, do you ever put out any? Yeah. Did they work? Well, about four times out of ten. The best some of them said was 60. Most of them was 50 and below. Well, you think God's leading some, by us through something that only works 50% of the time? No. I said no. Amen. You know where the problem is? We're looking for something easy. We want to take the responsibility to wait on God. Amen. See what he's saying to us. Now, that's one great advantage of praying in other tongues. Remember what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14? For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. Now, the Amplified Translation, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prayeth. In other words, it's the Holy Spirit giving the utterance to my spirit, but it's my spirit praying. But my understanding's an unfruitful. My understanding, that's his mind, his thinking's unfruitful. See, as you pray another tongue, take time to pray. I don't mean rattle a few words off in tongues and let it go. I mean take really time. Your mind eventually will grow quiet. Once it's quiet, you become more conscious then of your own spirit and of spiritual things. You're in direct contact with God who is a spirit. And the Bible said, who is the father of spirits? Because your mind's not active, you see? Then you can see and understand what's coming out of your heart. Amen. If we would train our spirits, we would know inside of us. I mean, even the minor details of life, yes or no, instantly. But we spend practically our entire lifetime in the mental realm and then the physical realm. And we've developed our heads a lot of times at the expense of our hearts. The knowledge of the intellect has taken the throne in our lives. And our spirits, which would, should guide us, Spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Our spirits, which should guide us, are kept locked away, so to speak, in prison and not permitted to function. That inward witness is seeking to give guidance to our minds. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. 
You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this week's subject. Our offer for this month is a two-DVD series from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The Spirit-Filled Life. There are four DVDs in all. Some of the DVD titles are Five Facts About the Being Spirit-Filled and Characteristics of a Spirit-Filled Life and more. These two sets are normally priced for $53.90, but for this special offer, they're now $34.95. That's an $18.95 savings. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, where are we going to be in Living Faith Crusades? I don't know. Y'all tell me. <laughs> I know I'm going somewhere. Well, August 21st through the 23rd, we're going to be in Albuquerque, hey, New Mexico. Hey, I just work here. They tell me what to do. We and tell I do you it. what to do, don't yeah, we? That's right. We're going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with Pastors Mike and Sherry Schaefer. Uh, that is at Church Alive. Hey, I'm excited about this. You can are? I tell about it? You why? can tell about it. What was it in 1972? I preached at a church in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mike and Sherry were in the hippie movement at that time. Yes. And they were in that service, and they came forward and got saved. And That's then right. eventually came to Rhema right. and had been pastoring church uh, for years. And I'm so excited about getting to go there, getting to go to their church. That's and, right. And it's, it's going to be a great time. That's, that's it. That's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yes. Uh, 21st of August. Through the 23rd. 22nd August, 23rd of August. Church Alive. That's right. Service and time and locations you can find on rhema.org. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.